0: Welcome to the Pet Business Coach Podcast, where I help you create and grow your pet business. I'm your pet business coach, Eliza. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that's been on everyone's mind for several months. We're in August of 2020, so of course, I'm talking about the coronavirus pandemic. More specifically, we're going to be talking about returning to the office after the pandemic. I'll start with talking about some things you can do before you ever step foot in the office, and then we'll talk about things you can do after your return to the office to help make the transition as smooth as possible. I think it's going to be a great show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip, and let's dive right in. If you're like many people these days, you're working from home. The pandemic has turned our lives upside down, to say the least, and at times it seems like it'll never be over, especially these days when many areas are facing what feels like a second round of bad news. After seeing some businesses open up and restrictions loosening a little, we're now seeing renewed spikes in the virus rates. That's both alarming and depressing, but take heart. This too shall pass, and for some of us, the return to the workplace or office is already looming. Every company is or has been making provisions to bring back their workers. It's not a matter of if their employees come back to the office. It's a matter of when for many companies. If you're among those who know when you're going to go back, or at least know you're going to go back at some point, you need to start thinking about preparing for that. When I say preparing, I mean my favorite topic, organizing, both professionally and personally. Some of us have gotten a little bit, let's say, lax. I know I have. Attending meetings in bunny slippers and getting to that pile of laundry when you get to it, simply because you're always at home, has been fun, but you had a routine before for a reason. You had to be a bit more organized to get everything done. You may not know exactly when the return to the office day is for you yet, but it's not too early to start preparing for it. Here's four handy steps to get you back in office fighting form. The first step is to consider what's essential. You may be wondering how in the world you got everything done before the pandemic in your work and personal life when you had to be in the office eight or more hours each day. Running to the post office or doing that load of laundry has become so much easier since we've been working from home. The flexibility to take care of personal tasks on our own timeline has been great, even if it has come at the expense of workplace productivity. When you go back to the office, you're going to be faced with having to manage your personal tasks around someone else's timeline. It's doable. You know that because you did it before, but it did take a little more planning and you might be out of the habit. Here's a little tool to help. When I was working my 9 to 5, I liked to use the 4Grid method of important, not important, urgent, and not urgent. I still use this method. It really helps me prioritize, or in some cases, deprioritize actions when things get a little crazy. There's four categories of activities in this method. Things that are important and urgent, I do first. Things that are important but not urgent, I focus on next. Things that are not important but are urgent, I hand off to someone else to do. And finally, things that are not important and not urgent, I simply don't do at all. This really helps me know what to do next and when to do it. The second tip is to check your closet. Let's face it, many of us have eaten our way through the pandemic, and I'm no exception. I'm a lifetime member of Weight Watchers, and even with that support, I can tell you the pandemic has been a challenge. You may now have work clothes that simply don't fit anymore. Depending on your wardrobe, you may need to buy some new clothes. And be realistic. You are likely not going to lose that extra weight in time for your return to the office and your boss isn't going to want you to show up in sweatpants. You don't have to go crazy buying a ton of new clothes, or maybe you want to, so feel free, but a few new pieces will not only give you something to wear until you get back, to, back into your exercise routine, but it can also help put you in a better frame of mind for facing the return, or at least you'll be more comfortable physically. The third tip is ask for what you want. We've had a lot of time to think while we've been working from home during the pandemic. Maybe you're excited about going back to the office, but want to make some modifications. Perhaps you've realized you love working from home and you'd like to continue to work a mixture of part-time at home and part-time in the office. Maybe you've been able to start or stop your workday more according to your schedule, and you want to continue to have that flexibility in your start-stop times. Perhaps you have concerns about workplace exposure to the virus. It's perfectly okay to want to make changes based on what you've found works better for you. And this is a great time to do it. Most employers are ready and willing to work with employees to accommodate their needs. Employers, like their employees, have had to re-examine all of their core beliefs and assumptions on what a normal workday looks like. This is good news, and in times like this, it's in their best interest to keep good employees. If they're smart, they'll work with the employees to come to arrangements that work for everyone. And you definitely won't know until you ask, so talk to your manager or HR person. And number four, make a plan for your side hustle. If you're like many small business owners who hold down a full-time office job in addition to their side business, you may have blurred the lines between them. The flexibility of working from home for your office job has allowed you to slip into side hustle mode at will throughout the day as you multitasked for both. You're about to go back to a schedule that doesn't allow you to drop everything at your day job to respond to a client in your own business. Having an actual plan on how and when you're going to handle both going forward will help you manage your time and your stress. Many of the tools we talked about in the first three tips can help with this too. You can use the four grid to help prioritize, and you can talk to your HR department about changes in your workday schedule. Just a note here, though, you probably don't want to tell your HR department that you want to work flex hours to accommodate your side hustle, but as long as there's no harm done to your current employer and everyone agrees to a schedule, it's a win-win situation. So do these four simple things, consider what's essential, check your closet, ask for what you want, and make a plan for your side hustle. If you do, you'll set yourself up for a new normal that's better than your old normal. So now I'm going to pivot a little and talk about after your return to the office. So you're back in the office. It's a little bittersweet. You're happy to be back in some regards. The day-to-day personal contact with colleagues and friends is great, but it also feels a bit alien to you. It's a different environment. There are new rules around masks, social distancing, and coronavirus etiquette. You're having to navigate all of the office changes, and at the same time, you're having to readjust your own habits. It's going to take some time to get used to things, both emotionally and physically. Here's a few tips to help you through the change. Number one, remember you're not alone. When change comes, we inevitably feel like we're the only ones suffering or struggling. It's easy to feel isolated even when we're surrounded by people. This is one situation, though, where you can be sure that everyone is in the same boat. The pandemic has been the great equalizer in many areas, and with few exceptions, everyone who was working in an office environment has been temporarily displaced from their offices and can empathize with what you're feeling. Lean on your colleagues, friends, and family. Number two. Take the time to re-personalize your workspace. Your office plants are probably dead. Your sticky notes are out of date and there's a layer of dust on your workspace. This is a good opportunity to redo and refresh. You may want to swap out old pictures of your kids for newer ones or change out other personal items. Give your workplace a good wipe down. Reorganize the things you often use like your stapler phone or other supplies to be more convenient file that stack of papers you've been meaning to file for the last year. The old adage about a cluttered desk, cluttered mind is true. This will help you reset your mental space and be excited rather than anxious. Number three, seek out help if needed. Some people will return to work voluntarily. Some will be compelled to return by their employers You may have fears about the virus. You may feel that things are out of your control and that you have no recourse. This can be scary and even overwhelming, but there is help available. I'd encourage you to use the resources available at your company, including employee assistance programs or EAPs, your human resource department, and your supervisor or manager. They're all there to help address your concerns and help you adjust quickly. What you're feeling is perfectly normal, and you shouldn't have to deal with it alone. And number four, pay attention to your work-home-life balance. You've been working from home, and let's face it, you may have not been putting in the long hours of work you used to when you were tied to an office. Don't expect to jump from the hours you've been doing from home to the 10 to 14 hours you had been doing at the office. And even if you have been working the same hours from home as you were at the office, Perhaps now is a good time to reevaluate and decide whether you want that trend to continue. We've been overwhelmed with changes in the last few months, and it's hard to think about even more changes. The truth is, though, now is a good time to make adjustments in your life and your work. Being home for many of us has made us reevaluate what's important in our lives. Don't waste that gift. Ultimately, you'll want to find your new normal. It's not going to be exactly the same. We know this. Recognize this and embrace it. Different doesn't have to mean worse. As with any change, you can choose to focus on the positives or the negatives. This will, though, take some time, and we're all struggling together. You'll find your way back to possibly an even better place, though. We all will. That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. You can also find me at thepetbusinesscoach.dog or check out my blog at imnotthekidnextdoor.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.